This is a Suno India production. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android app. Download it now from Google Play Store. Hey Menaka. Hello Rakesh and welcome to Science and Us. So what is the episode about this time? It's about a very interesting excavation that was done in Punjab. They found remains in a well and those were later found to be remains of those who were killed by the British in the 1857 revolt. This came in the news, right? Our very own Indiana Jones movement? Yeah, you could say that. I spoke to Dr. J.S. Sharawat, the principal investigator. I'll let him introduce himself. Myself, uh, Dr. J. Sharawat, Senior Assistant Professor in Department of Anthropology, Punjab University, Chandigarh. And I had joined this university in 2013. Uh, Earlier, I worked in the Department of Forensic Medicine and Toxicology and Government Medical College Sector 32, Chandigarh. So I have uh, 17 years research experience in dealing with the skeletal remains and their identification. So, what did they find? It's not a straightforward story. Uh, So, let me start from the beginning. The place is Ajnala in Punjab. And let me play a news clip from 2014. At least 282 human skulls, parts of jaws and bones have been discovered in a well in Gurudwara Shaheed Ganj in Ajnala near Amritsar. It is believed that they belong to be of people killed by the British in 1857. So, how did they find out about these remains? So, around 2014, media reports related to a book written by Frederick Henry Cooper came to light. Who is he again? Frederick Henry Cooper, who happened to be the district commissioner of Ajinala, or you can say Amritsar, at that time. So, he was promoted to higher post in England in, and was shifted back to England in 1858. And in 1858, he wrote that book about the cruelties which were committed here in India during uh, this British rule. in So he wrote that book only after when he was shifted from Amritsar to England. So that book was written in 1858, but that book never came to India only in, uh, only uh, that was reported only in early 2014. As per the Cooper's version that these soldiers uh, were in, in uh, they, because they, these soldiers they uh, murdered some British officers uh, at Mir Kent area and they fled from the site but they were caught on the uh, banks of the river Ravi and they were imprisoned in the Ajanala police station and next day they were killed and their dead bodies were uh, put into the well. Cooper's book was called Crisis in Punjab from 10th of May until the fall of Delhi. This book was first found by an amateur historian Surinder Kocher. Kocher, from all accounts, pushed the Gurudwara authorities and later even the state government to help dig the well and try find the remains. So, firstly, very interesting name for a book. And why were the authorities hesitant? Because around the same time, that is like, say, in 2013, in Unnao, they tried to dig for gold. What? If सारी तैयारियां हो चुकी हैं चार दिन बाद शुरू होगी हिंदुस्तान के इस बड़े खजाने की खुदाई The ASI has put a hold on its excavation as it says there's no hidden gold trove in Unnao It is no surprise that this flopped right 
Yes, but this also deterred the government from taking the demands to dig this well seriously. But the local people dug up the well and skeletons were found. And after all that, the government told Punjab University to invest. Okay. So then what were the assumptions when they began the investigation? I mean, what were the grand theories about these remains? The first assumption is what we already know, that these were indeed the remains of the soldiers or other rebels in the 1857 revolt against the British. The first assumption is, which I have mentioned, that these remains belong to a specific 26th native Bengal infantry battalion soldiers, 282 number of soldiers who were killed on August 1857 and their dead bodies were put into that well and the well was filled with the swell and a small religious structure was built over the periphery of the well to disguise it for from the future generations so that nobody can come to know about the cruelties committed by the Britishers during those time, those days. So this was the uh, first version and it has uh, these three, four references uh, support uh, this four four references they support it first is book second is uh, british parliamentary papers of uh, those years and then punjab gazetteers and one more book which which came into uh, publication in 2017 uh, bates and carter they wrote a book and they also explained or mentioned this self congratulatory mention by mr uh, henry lee cooper during 1857. So this was the first version. Second version is that uh, that local some local historians they believe that these remains do not belong to that incident of 1857, but these remains belong to the uh, conflicts or you can say massacres which happened uh, uh, during uh, during India's uh, independence uh, uh, partition uh, when Hindustan and Pakistan were separated in uh, on 14th August uh, 1947. So they say these remains belong to the people. Uh, who were killed uh, during those partisan days and their dead bodies were put into the well and that uh, by the some floods in the Ravi uh, they, they that they filled the well with the soil and uh, after that religious structure was built upon the periphery the third version is that some other hearsay uh, you can say local people they say that none of these about two uh, versions are right they say that this well was uh, used as a common burial site both by the government authorities as well as by the criminal uh, during those days to dispose of their dead bodies because it was an abandoned and ancient well. So, uh, the another uh, version which is uh, uh, in and around by uh, said by some people that they say that uh, that this well was used as a burial of the uh, dead bodies were the result of human sacrifices which were prevalent in those days. So uh, the areas or the regions, uh, the people they used to use this well to dispose of the remains. So these are the uh, four, five. Uh, there are some other uh, versions also, but these four theories or four assumptions uh, they circulated here and there during those days. This must have been a huge task cut out for the forensic anthropologists. I guess we cannot dismiss any of these theories, right? Yeah, you cannot. Uh, and I think that's why it's important to go beyond the historical records and find physical evidence and examine them scientifically. So this was very frustrating for the anthropologists because the remains were not in good condition. Initially, when we 
uh, were asked to uh, take the possession of these remains, uh, the first major problem that we uh, we saw that the remains were uh, discourageously uh, fragmented, damaged, and commingled. So, as I was thinking that this could not be possible because it was so bad that they were broken human remains were 160 years old, so they were so brittle that they were broken by the hand. So, major problem was this. Second problem was that when we handed over to our government, the government didn't give us any money. कोई भी एक भी पैसा नहीं देगी इस प्रोजेक्ट के लिए हमारे पास कोई पैसा नहीं है और पैसे के बगैर रिसर्च होती नहीं है चाहे डीएनए है जो कोई भी किसी तरह का कोई भी रिसर्च है तो उसके लिए एक्सपेरिमेंटेशन के लिए या केमिकल्स के लिए वो पैसे की जरूरत होती है तो ये ये मेजर प्रॉब्लम हाउ मच डज इट कॉस्ट फॉर डी एन ए कैन यू गिव हाउ मच डज इट कॉस्ट फॉर डी एन एंडल हाउ मच डज इट कॉस्ट बेसिकली एक हैदराबाद में जिनोम सीक्वेंसिंग की एक लैब है और और भी बहुत सारी लैब्स हैं प्राइवेट लैब्स उन उनसे हमने एस्टीमेट लिया तो दे प्रोवाइडेड कि भी एक सैंपल के लिए मतलब एक सवा लाख रुपए से ऊपर का खर्चा आता है एक एक सैंपल के लिए एक अगर एक एक दांत का एक हड्डी का एक सैंपल अगर डीएनए कराना है हमने एक्सट्रेक्शन करके सैंपलिंग प्रिपेयर करके उनको जो लाइब्रेरी प्रिपरेशन और जीनोम सीक्वेंसिंग के लिए वो सवा लाख रुपए का एक रुपए का खर्चा है हमारे पास अगर दांतों ही देखें तो वो भी साढ़े नौ हजार से ज्यादा हमारे पास दांत थे तो साढ़े नौ हजार को और सवा लाख को आप मल्टीप्लाई कर देखें तो हमें करोड़ों रुपए में पैसा चाहिए इसके लिए सो मेजर प्रॉब्लम ये था उसी तरह स्टेबलाइजोटोक के लिए भी वो भी एक महंगी टेक्निक है लेकिन इतनी नहीं जितनी डीएनए की है तो उसके लिए भी हमें काफी पैसा चाहिए था Collaborations with international research organizations is what kept this investigation going. It was only in 2018 that they got a substantial grant of around 40 lakhs, and this was from the Department of Science and Technology. So, what were the first breakthroughs? Yeah, they found some coins, so they tried to figure out how old these coins were. I mean, this was low-hanging fruit, right? So, uh, according to the book, uh, uh, there were some coins and medals and some other items of uh, their identity which were put into their pockets. So, these coins and medals were also found with these remains. So, all of these uh, coins and medals had the inscription of year of their make as well as uh, uh, that uh, picture of Queen Victoria. So, none of the coins that date back after 1856. <laughs> सारे जो क्वाइन है वो कोई 1819 का है 1842 का है कोई 1836 का है कोई 1802 का भी है तो वो उससे पहले के हैं फर्स्ट तो फर्स्ट तो जो कंटेक्चुअल जो आइटम से पता चला कि भी दीज रिमेन्स मे बिलोंग टू दैट इंसिडेंट ओनली बट नॉट टू दिन और अदर अदर मैथड फ्रॉम द Uh, elemental composition of the coins and medals. So, on the basis of their degeneration and some other uh, scientific methods, on the basis of that, uh, we also endorse that these remains belong to the incidents of 1857, but not to 1947. But what about the skeletons? So, they use the technique of radiocarbon dating. Rakesh, can you read this paragraph from an article on radiocarbon dating in nature.com? I will add a link in the reference. Sure. So the article says, and I quote, the basis of radiocarbon dating is simple. All living things absorb carbon from the atmosphere and food sources around them, including a certain amount of natural radioactive carbon-14. 
when the plant or animal dies they stop absorbing but the radioactive carbon that they have accumulated continues to decay measuring the amount left over gives an estimate as to how long something has been dead the university sent the samples of the teeth found to some reputed laboratory in hungary for radiocarbon dating dr sherot explained to me why they used teeth predominantly you know he was showing me the teeth and skulls while he was talking ये खोपड़ी जो खोपड़ी की हड्डियां हैं इतना बुरे हाल हुआ है इनका कि इट बिकम्स वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू आइडेंटिफाई और ये भी देखिए ये इस तरह की खोपड़ियां हैं स्कल हैं तो इतनी बुरी तरह इनको तोड़ दिया गया था तो इट वाज वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू यूज देम फॉर आइडेंटिफिकेशन सो इन दोचुएशन यू यूज दिथ यू कैन सी द आप दांत देखेंगे इतने अच्छी कंडीशन में दांत हैं सो ये देखो वन सिक्सटी ओल्ड जो ह्यूमन रिमेंस थे और जो इतने सालों तक कुएं में दबे पड़े रहे तो उनके दांत देखेंगे कि इसमें थर्ड मोलर भी है तो इन दांतों को हमने यूज किया इनका हमने डेंटिन पाउडर होता है एक इनेमल होता है जो हार्डेस्ट पार्ट है क्योंकि दांत हमारी बॉडी का सबसे हार्डेस्ट पार्ट है और उनको कितने सालों तक कहीं पर भी पड़े रहे हजारों लाखों साल तक कुछ नहीं बिगड़ता हड्डियाँ खराब हो जाती हैं क्योंकि उसमें जो एक्सटर्नल जो इन्वायरमेंट से जो उसमें परकोलेशन और ये जो चेंजेज आते हैं तो वो दांत में नहीं होते क्योंकि जो एनिमल है तो वो बहुत हार्ड होता है तो वो किसी भी चीज को अंदर एंटर नहीं करने देता और ये कितनी ही आग लग जाए कुछ हो जाए तो ये दांत हमेशा किसी भी जो क्रिमिनल एक्टिविटी या कोई इस तरह का कोई आ, कोई कैजुअलिटी कहीं पर भी होती है तो बंदे के दांत हमेशा मिलते हैं तो हमने दांतों को यूज किया आ, उनका डेंटिन पाउडर से उसे कोलेजन निकाला कोलेजन को हमने रेडियो कार्बन डेटिंग को इन करके हंगरी भेजा We obtained exact dates about 1857, but in sciences some plus minus errors are there. But radiocarbon dates also endorse that these remains belong to the incident of 1857, but not to the 1947 or any other version. Another technique used was something he called aspartic acid racemization, which involves studying amino acids. these techniques he said help find out the time of death and the time since death is the time of death and time since death enough to prove these bodies belong to sepoys no there's clearly more to be found so something basic needs to be cleared whether the skull is of a male or a female person kyunki ye kaha gaya tha ki bhi ye 26th native infantry battalion ke soldiers the lekin us time pe females were not supposed to be employed in army so it was assumed that these remains were males not females but kyunki dusri theories bhi thi ki bhi dusri assumptions bhi thi ki 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 wahan par maar ke dala hua tha human sacrifices bhi hote the chahe male tha female tha to humne un sabhi cheezon ko rule out karna tha ki bhi wo koi females ka to nahi hai kisi bacche ki haddi to daant to nahi hai to uske liye humne inka sex estimate kiya they used the teeth and some of the intact bones and skulls to figure out if the characteristics match that of the male or a female and they did some radiological examination as well as looking for certain traits several anthropological methods were used and he told me that males and females have very specific traits in their teeth so on the basis of this they found out that all the bones and teeth were male and that they were of asian origin another interesting technique that he used was to compare the teeth which were found in the remains with contemporary or modern teeth meaning the teeth of those who are alive now and they collaborated with government medical college and hospital chandigarh uh, and examined the teeth of those who come for regular checkups 
वो हमने कंटेम्प्रेरी जो दांत थे जो मॉडर्न डे पॉपुलेशन के जो डिफरेंट डेंटल इंस्टीट्यूट थे कलेक्ट किए तो उनका हमने एलिमेंटल और स्टेबलाइजोटोप एनालिसिस भी किया मोर्फोलॉजिकल एनालिसिस भी किया पैथोलॉजिकल एनालिसिस भी किया और वो जो रिजल्ट्स वहां से आए उन रिजल्ट्स को वो जो इक्वेशंस और डिस्क्रिमिनेट फंक्शन जो मेथड वहां से डेवलप हुए उन उनका उन मेथड्स को हमने इन पुराने दांतों के ऊपर अप्लाई किया तो उस उसमें से हमने एज और एस जो सेक्स एस्टिमेट किया वो ऑलमोस्ट मोर देन नाइनटी एक्यूरेसी से हमने उनकी एज और सेक्स एस्टिमेट किया so you mean they have developed equations for male and female using contemporary teeth and then figured if it matches those found in ajnala yes most of the ajnala teeth were male identified what does he mean by elemental composition here what do they do he explained that certain elements uh, such as iron cadmium are deposited in the teeth there is a series of elements uh, which increase or decrease in males and females according to their advancing age लाइक्स और डिसलाइक्स और फीमेल जो हॉर्मोन्स हैं जो मेल्स और फीमेल हॉर्मोन्स हैं बेसिकली दे कंट्रोल द एंटायर मेटाबॉलिज्म ऑफ टू सेक्सेस मेल और फीमेल और वो क्वाइट डिफरेंट होता है दोनों का सो उसी तरह आपको पता है मेल्स और फीमेल्स की जो लाइक्स और डिसलाइक्स हैं वो भी वेरी करती हैं तो हम उन्हीं वेरिएशन को बायोलॉजिकल प्रोफाइलिंग के लिए यूज करते हैं और वही रीजन है कि भी कुछ एलिमेंट मेल्स में घटते हैं कुछ एलिमेंट फीमेल्स में बढ़ते हैं एडवांसिंग एज के हिसाब से there are certain models which have already been prepared to figure this out so they estimated that the average age of the teeth was about 34 years so what are the other clues they have to show that the skeletons were soldiers they found some army medals which is the obvious one and the other clue they had was dental health the teeth that were found had very few caries and the absence of dental caries show that these people were healthy absence of dental caries एंड डेंटल एनिमल आइपोप्लेजिया एक स्ट्रेस मार्कर होता है दांतों में वो और एक डेंटल एट्रीशियन एट्रीशियन का मतलब ये है कि भी वो जैसे दांत घिसना होता है कि कोई किस तरह का फूड खाते हैं आप वो वो उसके ऊपर डिपेंड करता है दिस एम्प्लाइज दैट दिस पीपल देवर हेल्दी पीपल एंड दे हैड एक्सेस दे हैड एक्सेस टू गुड क्वालिटी फूड बींग रिक्रूटेड इन आर्मी एज कम्पेयर टू द लोकल because in those days these the junk foods were not there so the people uh, mostly used to uh, depend upon the locally food available food uh, local available foods so on the basis of that we 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 arrived at this conclusion that these people were healthy people and you you, you will see that even in in, in contemporary or uh, present days only healthy people are given a chance to be employed is daanton ka bhi check hota hai unka चलो फिजिकल का भी होता है लेकिन दांत हाइट वेट और दांतों का भी चेक अगर कोई दांत मिसिंग है तो दे आर नॉट एम्प्लॉयड आर्मी बिकॉज उनको उनको दांतों का भी यूज करना होता है ना आर्मी में एंड वी कंपेयर द डेंटल हेल्थ स्टेटस ऑफ दीज पीपल विद समीमेंस लाइक दैट ऑफ नेपोलियन आर्मी नेपोलियन आर्मी के जो सोल्जर्स मारे थे तो उनका जो डेंटल हेल्थ स्टेटस था उनके साथ हमने कंपेयर किया 
हमने स्टेटिस्टिकल एनालिसिस किया तो उनके साथ वो मैच करते बोले कि उसी तरह स्टेटस उनका था तो देर आर लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स ऑन द बेसिस ऑफ दैट वी कैन से कि भी ये लोग वहां के थे एंड नाउ वी नो दैट दे आर मेल एंड एशियन एंड दैट दे आर ऑफ अ सर्टेन एज ग्रुप हाउ डिड दे कम टू द कंक्लूजन दैट दे वर फ्रॉम इंडिया नॉट ओनली हैव दे फाउंड दैट दीस स्केलेटन्स वर फ्रॉम इंडिया दे कैन इवन आइडेंटिफाई व्हिच पार्ट्स ऑफ इंडिया दे केम फ्रॉम हाउ इज दैट पॉसिबल they used what is called stable isotope analysis stable isotope analysis is based on a principle that you are what you eat this is a video i found where michel alexander who teaches bioarchaeology at the university of york explains stable isotope analysis in terms of diet when you're looking at isotopes we use in terms of diet they're stable so when you eat something the signature of that food in terms of its isotopes is retained and stays the same once it reaches your body tissues you are continuously renewing your bone so when you eat something about 10 or so years teeth on the other hand are a little bit different they form in sort of layers if you like all the way down to the bottom of the root so when you know what a person has eaten you can tell where the person has come from kyunki aapko bhi sabhi ko pata hai ki bhi har ek region ka jo flora and fauna hota hai jo pani hai या खान पान जो है क्योंकि वो लोकल जो फूड ग्रेन्स हैं या फ्रूट्स हैं वही मोस्टली वही अवेलेबल होते हैं इसलिए वो बेसिकली जो फ्रूट्स हैं या जो प्लांट्स हैं वो लोकल लोकेलिटी के फिंगरप्रिंट्स होते हैं क्योंकि वो वहीं का पानी वहीं का जो सॉयल के जो एलिमेंट्स हैं जो सॉयल का कम्पोजिशन है वो यूनिक होता है हर एक जगह का इट इज़ वेरी यूनिक क्योंकि सम 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 एरिया इज बींग इरीगेटेड बाई गंगा सम बाई यमुना सम बाई रावी एंड सम एरियाज आर देर विच आर टोटली डिपेंडेंट अपॉन रेन वाटर सो ईच एंड एवरी एरिया के जो केमिकल सिग्नेचर्स होते हैं सॉयल के वो यूनिक होते हैं और जो प्लांट या जो क्रॉप वहाँ उगती हैं कल्टिवेट होती हैं तो वो भी उसी सॉयल के एलिमेंट लेके ही उगती हैं और उनका जो फ्रूट या जो ग्रेन्स बनते हैं तो उनमें उसी सॉयल की जो केमिकल सिग्नेचर वो इम्बेड हो जाते हैं हम जो खाते हैं हम मैं चंडीगढ़ में रह रहा हूं तो मैं चंडीगढ़ का ही पानी पीऊंगा मैं दिल्ली से तो पानी मंगाऊंगा नहीं रेयरस्ट तो रेयर केस में चलो कहीं बाहर जा रहे हैं तो हम वहाँ का पानी यूज करते हैं लेकिन जो लॉन्गेस्ट टाइम के लिए फ्रॉम लास्ट थर्टी फाइव ईयर्स आई एम लिविंग इन चंडीगढ़ सो आई एम यूजिंग द वॉटर एंड दीज ऑल दीज थिंग्स विच आर लोकली ग्रोन वेजिटेबल्स लगा लो सो ऑन द बेसिस ऑफ दोज केमिकल सिग्नेचर ऑफ आइडेंटिटी सो तो जो हम खाते हैं वो हमारे हमारे जो बॉडी के अंदर वो एसिमुलेट होता चला जाता है डिपॉजिट होता चला जाता है चाहे वो हड्डियां हैं जो दांत हैं चाहे वो सॉफ्ट टिश्यू है तो सॉफ्ट टिश्यू में तो धीरे धीरे वो डिसइंटीग्रेट हो जाता है लेकिन हड्डियों और दांतों में वो एक परमानेंट केमिकल मार्कर जो आइडेंटिटी के रूप में वो जमा हो जाता है सो इसलिए जब फोरेंसिक सिचुएशन में अनोन जो ह्यूमन रिमेन्स मिलते हैं दांत और हड्डियाँ जब मिलते हैं तो उनका हम जो स्टेबल आइसोटोफ एनालिसिस करते हैं और हमारे पास हर एक जोग्राफिकल एरिया के आइसो बोलते हैं हम जो स्टेबल आइसोटोप के जो जो आइसो होते हैं तो हम उसके साथ मिलान करते हैं मैच करते हैं तो जिसके साथ वैल्यू मैच करती है हम बता देते हैं कि ये हड्डियाँ और दांत ये वहाँ का हो सकता है डिफरेंट जोग्राफिकल रीजन नॉट ओनली फॉर इंडिया बट अराउंड ग्लोब दे है जनरेटेड और जनरेटेड और दे है बेसिस ऑफ the isotopic values of uh, the soil vegetables fruits and other floral and faunal 
assemblages specific to each and every area. So on the basis of those specific isocapes, we can we can assume uh, that uh, that the person who was dependent upon the, those specific isocapes, uh, he or she might have uh, uh, might have ingested or used uh, those areas and those signatures, which are very unique to that particular isocapes, they, they 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 are imprinted as chemical signatures of identity in the uh, tissues. Or in this era of uh, migrations, globalizations, and urbanizations, it cannot be guaranteed that we so i grew up in hyderabad studied in us worked in odisha delhi and i've come back to hyderabad can the analysis tell you all this apparently yes the stabilized out of analysis technique has uh, such a remarkable uh, features that it can tell that uh, during last 10 years where you were brought up where you were uh, where you lived at least for two to three years. Even from the stable isotope analysis, we have uh, in, in human skeletal remains, we have told them that in the past 10 years, they have been living in regions, their posting has been living. So, stable isotope base, your uh, migration history, your residential change, hota hai aapka, that can be easily tell from the stable isotope analysis. Only this is the technique which can tell that you have moved to different parts of the country since last uh, 10 years or since uh, your birth. It's also built on the work done by other researchers who have developed signature stable isotope databases for different regions in India. And as such, isotope research based on human bones is limited except a few, he told me. This technique was used in Rakhigadi, for instance, where Indus Valley civilization remains were found. But this needs to be built upon more and further research needs to be done. As per the book, that is, uh, uh, they, they belong to the 26th Native Bengal Infantry Battalion. And in that battalion, the people from Eastern UP, which was called as Awadh in those days, uh, Bihar, uh, coastal Odisha, and some northeastern states, as well as some, some, some areas of Bengal. So, these were the regions from where these people belong to. So from the DNA studies, DNA analysis, mitochondrial DNA analysis and DNA studies, we have endorsed, we have found that these, these remains belong to definitely to these regions. The fact that some teeth were colored with Gutka also helped determine the area where they lived. There are certain, uh, you can say the coloration of the teeth. Uh, you will see that I have some teeth. You will see uh, that uh, there are certain black marks on the teeth so on the basis of that they, 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 these these black portions or uh, these brownish portions they were scratched and they were chemically examined their chemical structure their chemical composition was examined and that was compared with gutka so uh, chemical composition was quite similar so these signs were extrinsic in nature they were not intrinsic so on the basis of this extrinsic signature and their chemical composition, we found that these people use Gutka, which is prevalent even these days in these particular regions. You will see that in Eastern UP, Bengal, Bihar and Odisha, the people still use that Gutka and these things. This is a story that keeps unraveling, isn't it? Yeah, and imagine there are still some other things they have found. For instance, the examination of some skulls showed that they were killed from close range. 
क्लोज रेंज से उनको मारा गया था लाइन में लगा लगा के दस दस करके तो उसमें जैसे ये ये गोली ये यहाँ गोली लगी हुई है ये ऐसा टूटा नहीं हुआ है ये गोली का निशान है उसी तरह एज ये पीछे से टूटा हुआ है लेकिन यहाँ पर भी पीछे भी गोली का निशान था हर सभी स्कल्स के ऊपर यहाँ पर ये 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 निशान है और इनके अंदर स्टोन बुलेट्स मिले हैं जो अंदर जिसकी ब्रेन होता था तो यहाँ पर जो हमें ब्रेन कास्ट मिली जो मिट्टी बन गई अब तो तो उसमें से हमें पत्थर की गोलियां मिली हैं क्योंकि उनको उनको तो इनके हाथ बांधे हुए थे क्लोज रेंज से भागने का कोई था नहीं इसलिए उस टाइम पे जो दूसरी गोला बारूद वाली गोली थी वो यूज नहीं कि इनको पत्थर की गोलियों से मारा इनको क्योंकि सामने खड़े हैं भागने का हाथ पैर बांधे हुए सबको तो भागने का कोई इसलिए उसने वो देवर बड़े सातिर थे क्लेवर थे रूलर्स जो कॉलोनी रूलर्स थे देवर वेरी क्लेवर देवर वेरी श्रूट सो दे डिडेंट वेस्टेड देयर दैट दैट बैलिस्टिक बुलेट्स Don't you think they managed so well with mostly using teeth? Yeah, I mean, all things considered, uh, Doctor Sherawat though highly regrets the haphazard way in which these remains were dug up, and that time the government did not pay attention to the amateurian historian Surinder Kocher, and the local people felt compelled to dig this out. He said that if they had got the bones out properly, they would have had more clues, such as ethnicity. Apparently, the skull has more features related to ethnicity. and maybe even the height of these persons so what is path breaking about this work dr sherawat claims that this is the first time so many different techniques were used to study the remains found they have applied about 12 13 techniques he said because this is the first case reported from india where such a huge collection of skeletal remains have been required and that has been identified from the uh, and these these challenged human remains they have been identified Uh, utilizing different scientific techniques so uh, it will help the coming future generations to use these standards for identification of uh, other human remains which are found in such situation from any part of the country so we have paved the path for the future scientists future researchers that uh, you can go ahead for identification of these badly damaged and unknown human remains particularly in forensic situations if we found only uh, tooth or a broken bone say so we have developed some standards on the basis of these huge large collection so they can uh, be uh, they can uh, they, it, these findings they can contribute for uh, identification of unknown human remains found in forensic context for the future generations I'm trying to imagine how the families of these people must have felt at the time these people were killed. Yeah, about that. Now the next step is to find these families. Really? We have requested the list of uh, those martyred soldiers from British government, and we are expected to get list the list very soon. So, उसके बाद हम जो उन गांव को identify करेंगे गांव तो उसमें लिखे होंगे कौन से गांव का सिपाही था तो उन गांव में फ्रीडम फाइटर्स की फैमिलीज को आइडेंटिफाई करेंगे और उनके हम प्रेजेंट डे जो जो डिसेंडेंट्स हैं उनके बायोलॉजिकल सैंपल्स लेंगे और उनके डीएनए एनएस करके जो हमारे पास है जिनके साथ मैच करेगा उनको वो हम हैंडओवर करेंगे सो so देट की भी उनको भी ये क्लोजर कम्फर्ट एक वर्ड होता है फोरेंसिक में कि भी उनको भी कि भी कोई भी डेथ होती है तो उसका संस्कार हो जाए तो चाहे वो डेढ़ सौ दो सौ साल पुराने हैं लेकिन उनके रिश्तेदारों को और उनको भी या जो मरने वाले हैं हमारे हिंदू धर्म के हिसाब से कि भी दे उनका लास्ट राइट होना चाहिए सो वी वांट टू हैंड ओवर दोज रिमेन्स टू द फैमिलीज ऑफ दोजर्स इन एटीन फिफ्टीन सेवन 
सो देट की भी ए क्लोजर कम्फर्ट मे बी देयर फॉर देयर रिलेटिव की भी हमारा कोई दादा परदादा आर्मी में था वो मारा गया था उसकी बेटिया और दादा हमें मिली है तो उसका संस्कार कर सके अकॉर्डिंग टू देयर रिचुअल्स देट वे भी वो हिंदू है मुस्लिम है क्रिश्चियन है कोई भी हो सकता है वो दिस इज अमर्जिंग फील्ड इन फॉरेंसिक्स कॉल्ड ह्यूमैनिटेरियन फॉरेंसिक्स ही टोल्ड मी and where the endeavor is to provide some kind of closure to the families whose loved ones went missing and when there is no information about them giving them the remains and helping them do the last rites helps them get this closure my main uh, purpose or objective is to uh, give scientific respect to those soldiers who were killed in 1857 through scientific research not uh, from the historical perspective because we are scientists we are not historians so i want to deliver send, uh, the scientific respect to those soldiers in the form of different analysis and uh, to hand over the remains to their descendants and to uh, uh, give a final closure comfort to their descendants in present day situations for instance these mass graves that were found in ukraine once the forensic anthropologists are done with the investigation they will have to hand over the remains to the relatives fascinating isn't it amazing that something that is so technical can provide hope and comfort to people yeah definitely so that's it for this month's episode let's meet up next month Thank you for listening to this episode of Science and Us. You can listen to more episodes on our website sunoindia.in or on any other podcast app of your choice. Suno India is an independent media organization which relies on listeners to support our work. So please consider contributing by visiting the support us page on our website sunoindia.in. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android app. Download it now from Google Play Store.